The Music on the Bayou, The Rage and Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB, and 102.7 FM. to everyone in southeast louisiana it is play by play coming to you live on this friday it's the end of the week hopefully everyone is having a wonderful day uh for those of you who went to lake charles last night to the sulfur area do it with me let, 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 let's share this moment together <sighs> it was a late night for some of us last night Get back from the sulfur area at oh, around 2 o'clock in the morning, 1.30, 1.45, 2 o'clock-ish. Um, South Lafouche Falls to St. Louis on the road. It was a game you were able to hear right here on KLEB. I've got a couple of thoughts. I've got a couple of things I'd like to say about that contest. Break it down, give you a rundown of that matchup. But first, before we do that, I would like to thank some of our sponsors. Not some of our sponsors. I'd like to thank all of our sponsors for allowing us to be here. The Blue Boot Foundation, Bent's RV, located on Highway 90 in Booty, Southland Dodge, and Homa. Industrial power systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Different building materials got you covered for your roofing needs. Buzz off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's Markets feels like home. And Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and Community Youth Sports Organizations. So let's talk. Um... Interesting night last night. First and foremost, a couple of things unrelated to football that I'd like to discuss. Um, we're, we're behind in facilities, man, down here. We're behind. You often hear it's like, a, it's like a coin phrase or like a cliche now. Like we talk, oh, facilities, facilities, facilities. But if all you see every day is the stuff that you have in your area, then that's all you know until you sometimes branch out and go see the facilities and the complexes and the you know athletic setups in other places, you don't sometimes realize what else is out there and where you may be lacking. The facility out in southwest Louisiana at Sulphur High School is an absolute marvel. It is a big, huge stadium that could probably seat 20,000 people. Like, huge home side, big away side, press box, multiple layers. Beautiful home grandstand with some cement, like, uh, statues and stuff of some of the great players that have played at that school. There's an elevator, there's restrooms in the press box, and air condition, and beautiful. Just a marvel. And it's just a reminder of, like, we talk sometimes, hey, we're behind the eight ball in the Bayou region. You kind of get what you pay for. Our facilities are a little older, not up to snuff with what we saw yesterday. Our coaching salaries are not good compared to the rest of the state, and you kind of get what you pay for. I was just amazed seeing the setup out there over at Sulphur. It was just a marvel, by far the best high school football facility that I've seen. And I'm aware 
from being told by others that it's not the best in the state. There are some others in the state that have, you know, equal or are not, you know, decisively better. So that's the first thing, you know, away from the result on the field is that, my God, what a facility St. Louis is blessed to be able to share with Sulphur out there. Now let's talk about the stuff on the field. Let's see. Do we want to talk good or bad? Let's talk good first, then we'll get to the bad. The good was that South Lafouche played for about two and a half, maybe three quarters, as well as they've played all year. They were attacking St. Louis. They were playing pretty well defensively, getting off the field, moving the football, though not finishing drives. And for about two and a half quarters of that game, they had a team that was coming into the game six and one on the ropes. It was like 14 to six, seven to six and half. Tarpons were moving. They were getting in the red zone at will. They were outgaining them like for a long time in that game. South LaFouche was running with St. Louis, and you would never be able to tell it based on the final score, which was 38-6, to but that was a much, much more competitive game than that score. Coach Mathern over at St. Louis knows that he told us the same in, in the postgame show. Defensively, Tarpon started to play with some life. Um, gang tackling, better up front. I mentioned during the broadcast they were mixing their defenses better. Wasn't just, you know, we play base and, you know, on third down we blitz or, you know, and every time it's a blitz, it's up the middle. Like they, were, they were diversifying their defense and were more unpredictable. And I think that it was keeping St. Louis's offense imbalanced. I think they did an excellent job last night at that. Um, Carson Ogeron was a man last night. He didn't have much blocking, that much protection was just doing stuff that you shouldn't be able to do. And his receiving group was doing some great things down the field and we're making some things happen. Those are all the positives. Now let's talk about some negatives. BJ, I I don't know if you listened to the show or not. I like you, bro. I hope that you're going to be here for the next 30 years. I like you. You've got to get your guys better equipped up front to handle the grind. South Lafouche is not good enough at the line of scrimmage right now. On either line of scrimmage right now. This idea of we're going to throw the ball a thousand times a game because we can't run block. Well, let me flip that around. Why can't you run block? Is it a strength issue? Do we have to revamp the strength and conditioning program? Is it, uh, like, what's the issue there? Because what's happening is, yeah, you know, coach is not wrong. The strength of the team is throwing the football. And throwing the ball a ton is probably their best way forward because running the ball right now just isn't working. But what's happening is teams are, you know, you're, you're hitting a still target. They know Carson's going to be at, back there in the pocket trying to throw. And they're blitzing and they're doing some crazy stuff and they're going to get him. Because the Tarpons are not holding up well enough up front to protect them because they're too predictable. It's a, it's a litany of things. Why can't you run the ball? You're not strong enough? You're not athletic enough? Is the footwork not good enough? The technique not good enough? And then on the flip side, you know, up front, you've been beat up on the defensive side all year long. Going into last week's game, the opponents were rushing for seven yards to carry on you for the season. Amongst other things, that needs to be the number one goal of the offseason for the South Lafouche team. You've got to get better up front. You could have your, you know, spread out, 
we're going to throw the ball over the field offense, and it's it's a it's a pretty offense. I really like the offense. They've done excellent this year. But if you can't block, you're in trouble. Because all it takes, look, you could do it right seven times in a row. All it takes is that one miss in protection, that one missed assignment. You're getting sacked, you're losing 10 yards, and the drive's over. You've got to get better up front so that you could diversify the offense and be more balanced. Second thing, bro, got to find us an extra point kicker. Tarpons are 6 of 24 on the season in extra points. Got to find us an extra point kicker in the offseason. That needs to be a 90% play, not a 20% play. And if it's going to be a 20% play going forward, then just don't do it. Just go for two every time. I don't know what's the issue, but we watched him in warm-ups. He wasn't making them there either. Um, Got to find an extra point kicker because that that hurts you when the game gets close, knowing that you can't get that extra point. It should be free. That's got to be a huge point of emphasis. I don't care if it's a kid kicking straight on. I don't care. You know, just find one of your best athletes, get them to, you know, teach them to kick the ball through the uprights, please. That's got to be fixed. And then another thing, and this is unrelated to South Lafouche. Boy, we had some rough officiating last night. Didn't decide the outcome, right? St. Louis pulled away in the second half. They're likely going to do that either way. But it, boy, it helped it get to the point that it was at far quicker. We have a touchdown negated by penalty about two minutes after the touchdown happened. Oh, you guys are about to kick the extra point? Oh, no, wait up, bro. Here's a flag. There's a flag on the previous play. Oh, Luke Sanimo, you're going in for the end zone? We're probably down to the one-yard line. Oh, no, you actually fumbled. Oh, oh, you recovered in the end zone? No, it was out the back of the end zone. Sorry, it's a touchback. Oh, you guys are trying to throw a screen? Uh Oh, I'm sorry, it's an illegal man downfield. Even though the ball was caught behind the line of scrimmage, mind you, which would negate that penalty. But, oh, no, it's an illegal man downfield. There were some fans that told us last night on the St. Louis side, bro, our association's kind of behind the eight ball. I should have known that before the game when we were told that, that we were up against it. Uh, They weren't lying. It was a rough night last night for that crew. Both ways were annoyed. Both sides were annoyed. There were tons and tons and tons of penalties. They were indecisive as they were meeting and trying to discuss this and discuss that. It was a rough night for the Stripes last night out in southwest Louisiana. If you know an official locally, thank them for what they do because, my goodness, you don't appreciate those guys until you go outside and see how some of the other areas have it. Tarpon's got two more games. They're going to take on Ellender on Friday. They're going to take on Vanderbilt the Friday after that. It's not likely you're going to make the playoffs. You're kind of way behind the eight ball. You would need a lot of things to happen to get in. For the rest of the season, just go play, have fun, keep playing with that vibe, and see what happens. See what happens because you're capable of winning both of the last two. But Make sure your seniors are having some fun out there. Maybe their last opportunities. Try to get some of those young players in good position and may the chips fall where they may. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Chandler Guitros for his usual 11 o'clock or not 11 o'clock, 11.45 interview spot. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back with the coach after this on 102.7 FM KLEB. There are a lot of reasons Tanner McGee spent the last seven years fighting for families in the legislature, but there are three that stand above the rest. Julia, Grace, and Kate. 
As a father of triplet girls, Tanner believes the most important things we can give our children is a loving home and a safe community. That's why he served in the legislature and why with over a decade of legal experience, Tanner McGee will be a judge our families can depend on. Pay for by the friends of Tanner McGee. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. One of our top local supporters is GIS. GIS is a strategic energy partner with main headquarters located in Galliano, Louisiana. With over 20 different locations and over 20 service offerings, GIS has expanded itself to provide their capabilities across the nation as well as globally. There are many opportunities available to join the GIS team. You can visit their website at www.gisy.com to learn more about starting your career with GIS today. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit tghealthsystem.com. Welcome back to Play by Play. We go to the phone lines for the first time today, and we have South Lafouche baseball coach and also freshman football coach, Coach Chandler Guitros, on the line right now. Coach, good morning, man. How are you doing today? 
Hey, good morning. Definitely been a long morning, but uh, we're still here. We're making it here at Salva Fuchs. That's right. When did you guys get back, bro? I know Coach Kyle and I was about, oh, 130, 145-ish. Uh, I know that you guys, I think, were a hair behind us on the bus. What time did you get home and put the head on the pillow, bro? Well, we pulled up right at 2 o'clock in the morning, and uh, I got lucky. I was one of the ones that was able to fall asleep around Westlake, so I closed my eyes in Westlake, woke up in Galliano, so it wasn't too bad for me. But it was uh, about 2 in the morning. Kids got out uh, probably about 2.20 by the time they took their stuff off, and uh, coaches, we left the uh, – the locker room at about 3.30. Oh, my goodness. And then have to be back at school today for, you know, 6.30, 7 o'clock, whatever it may be. It's got to be a labor of love, bro, because, man, I, who was it that I was talking to yesterday? They said, man, you got to love it because we don't get paid enough to do all this stuff, man. That's right, man. But, uh, and look, that, that long road trip, people could say certain things. Yesterday was a great experience yep. for our kids, especially that experience at UL, getting to go play at that facility. And in my opinion, uh, we ended up playing our best game of the year against a very, very good uh, six and one team, now seven and one team. So uh, you know, it's not the end result, uh, but I think that's a game that our kids are going to remember for a very long time. Which really is what high school athletics is all about—is memories that you build with uh, within a young man. And look, dude, let's talk about that. And I'll get to the freshman side of things in a minute. But man, uh, for two and a half quarters, three quarters, that look—you're going up against a team that's playing very well uh coming into the 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 game they're six and one had them on the ropes and and you know maybe kind of gassed out a little bit had some bad breaks along the way but boy south lavouche was was running on the road with a very quality opponent and was playing stride for stride if they could have finished some drives maybe a different outcome that was a good showing last night despite what the final score ended up being Right, and uh, you know, just talking to both the offensive and defensive staff. Uh, with this, I'm, I'm more of a background guy. I'm in the press box, and I'm really just focusing on the freshmen. But you know, talking to uh, the varsity coaching staff, the, the plan was great. Uh, both sides felt good about the plan and how it was executed. Um, kids played well. They fought hard. Uh, we saw a lot of energy on the sideline. Uh, a great attitude from our kids, and uh, you know, certain things happened. Uh, late in that third going into the fourth quarter that might have took the air out the sails a little bit that we don't need to get into uh, as far as uh, a couple of questionable things that happened. Huh. Uh, yep. But, uh, and then, you know, once the air was out the sails, we, uh, we, we just, you know, it's tough. It's tough for kids to come back from things like that when they happen. So, uh, you know, uh, disappointed in the end result, but I think both uh, the offensive and defensive staff felt very good about how uh, the kids played last night. Dude, we were talking about this, you and I, yesterday. Like, their press box facility out there, like, you could live in there. Like, there's restrooms and kitchens and elevate. Like, you could live in there. Um, and we talk about it all the time around the state as facilities. And you don't really understand where we may be lacking until you go and visit things like that. Dude, that was beautiful. That was a, that was a showcase. And, and, look, I know that at Zachary and West Monroe and different places like that, there are facilities that are even better than that. Man, that was that was a marvel. Sulphur High School, they've got a beautiful, beautiful high school football setup. Yeah, and uh, look, up until last night, I'd always said that Barb was the nicest as far as on-campus uh, high school stadium that uh, we were able to play at in my, uh, I guess now, 11 years with the program. Uh, but last night, Trump, and man, that was, uh, unless Barb made some upgrades, that was the best that I had seen. You know, you hear about different places, West Monroe, all around the state, but it's hard to imagine anything better than that. Uh, just looking at, uh, at uh, you know, you guys trying to walk into the press box yesterday, taking the stairs all the way up, and they're like, oh, no, you can't get in through the stairs. You have to take the elevator to get to in this. an elevator. So uh, somebody had to go save y'all in that uh, aspect as That's well. That's right. You know? But, but uh, no, dude, it was incredible. You know, we walked into that uh, that press box level to you guys, man. 
until you see the actual press rooms, it looks almost like a suite that you would see in the in the dome or in Tiger Stadium. Um, so you know, uh, I'm not gonna uh, you know we we do what we can in our parish right now, and that's that's really all there is to say about it. Everybody's uh, you know. We're we're upgrading in increments where we can, and we're trying to make uh, everything better for our kids. I know uh, with our baseball program, that's what it is, kind of one project at a time, and the parish is doing a great job right now trying to upgrade our facilities. And, uh, you know, everybody's just doing what they can as far as uh, through this recovery. And, you know, maybe one day we'll see things like that down here, but right now it's about uh, getting it back to, you know, just safe uh, playing conditions for our kids. Tell us about the freshman side. How was your week? Did you guys I, – I know that the, the younger teams played E.D. White. I think it was a mixed game, if I'm not mistaken. Give me a rundown of what happened with you guys this week. Right. So a couple of weeks ago when we played Assumption, it was organized to where the freshman played one half and the JV played one half. So you really got a true freshman and a true JV game. E.D. White had, uh, I believe they said uh, 10 to 15 freshmen out sick. I don't know if they had a flu bug, uh, bug going around with their freshman uh, class. But uh, they were not able to field the freshman team, so it really just became a JV game. Like our, it was our JV coaching staff that kind of ran, and then we just, uh, you know, tried to make sure that we got equal playing time for everybody. Not equal playing time to make sure our uh, freshman kids got sprinkled in there too, so everybody got into the game. But it was truly a JV game, and the freshmen just kind of filled in where needed. And uh, in the second half, just trying to get everybody the reps that they can. And you know, it is what it is. I'm thankful uh, that both. Uh, Coach Young and Coach Lesang made an effort to get uh, the freshman kids playing time in that situation. But, I mean, this call was made at noon on Wednesday, so there really wasn't no planning, no scripting on who's playing what, what we'll be doing is kind of just figuring it out on the fly. So, um, you know, just very thankful that they were at least able to get the opportunity to go out and compete against another color jersey. Was that the final opportunity, or do you guys have any other games scheduled? Give us a rundown of what's left for you all. Hey, we're uh, two home games the next two weeks. We're going to be playing home at uh, against uh, Ellender, freshman at 5.30, JV to follow. And then the following week, we will also be at home uh, that Wednesday at 5.30, freshman at, uh, freshman at 5.30, JV to follow. So two more. You know, uh, some years in the past, I know the freshman season had ended a little bit earlier, but we, we go on the full 10 weeks, awesome. which is, uh, you know, great, especially last year with – I think our sophomore class, which was uh, last year's freshman class, uh, I think that losing those reps that, I mean, you're going to end up seeing ramifications of that down the line. They just they didn't play football last year. I mean, it is what it is. You, you could say, yeah, we played JV games and we sprinkled them in, but uh, those guys missed a year of football. Uh, so very thankful that we are now, uh, you know, making it a priority to get these kids playing as much as possible to try to catch that up from last year. That's awesome, dude. I didn't realize that. That's really cool. Um, what are some of the points of emphasis in practice to get ready for next week's matchup against Ellender, man? Uh, right now, it's uh, you know just continuing to hone in on the fundamentals. Uh, for us, it's going to be about blocking, tackling the little things, uh, limiting turnovers, and uh, you know just continuing to harp on the base offense and base defense. Uh, the offensive side, making sure, and we've been talking about it as the same thing because that's really been my main goal. If we could block inside and outside zone, if we could protect and we could, if we could throw a quick game and, uh, you know, run the correct routes and uh, as a running back hitting the right track, I will be uh, considering this season a success, you know, no matter what the end record is, even if we lose the next two. If they leave us knowing that and being able to take that into spring football to where they could jump in and help immediately, I feel like that's our job as coaches with this freshman staff. And uh, on the defensive side, we're not really doing a whole ton. We're not really call, we're playing base defense, and it's about uh, you know getting them to be aggressive, running to the football, 
and play with its mass that you need. And if they could do that and at least know how to line up the certain formations, we will have done our job on that side of the ball. So it's about right now setting our kids up, competing the scoreboards on. We want to win both of them. Uh, we have a winning record right now, uh, which from the way the season started, we're very proud of. So we want to finish it strong and win, obviously. But we also want to make sure that we set those kids up in spring football that way they could have every opportunity to compete for a job. Let's talk a little baseball. Every Friday that we have you on, we're one Friday closer to the season. By the time we get to next week or so, you're going to be late October, pushing November. Uh, we're getting closer, bro. I know whenever the winter months uh, get here, you guys are going to be starting your, your your preseason camps and everything of the sort. Um, I'm sure that little itch is starting to, to grow on your shoulder, bro. Baseball season's going to be right around the corner, won't it? Yeah, it's coming, man. It's coming. Uh, very, uh, very fast approaching, and you know, right now it's simple things that are stressing me out is getting, uh, you know, getting hats ordered, uh, getting our equipment in uh, with the field. You know, we just had a cold front come through. There ain't going to be too many more cold fronts without ryegrass that you can be able to get away with it uh, <laughs> until you got a plan. And we're waiting on stuff to come in. We have to wait for our chemicals uh, to, you know, kill the bad grass that's on the field right now. We have some delays in that. We're waiting on that to get here. So uh, those are the little stresses that are getting me right now, making sure that that all gets in, that we can plant before Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, and then after that, it's praying for rain because we don't have an operational uh, sprinkler system on our field right now. So if, uh, you know, when everybody else is in November, December, praying that it don't rain, coach is doing the rain dance outside hoping we get some, man. So, uh, you know, uh, our kids are excited. Uh, they're ready to go as far as the ones that have been there. And uh, right now, I think that our football kids are doing a really good job of uh, keeping focused on football. The baseball side of things will come, but they're doing everything they can to compete on the football field. So, uh, no, everybody's uh, tremendously excited, but uh, you know, still got a couple of weeks to go, man. And uh, in uh, the next few weeks, we're actually going to give our throwing program a couple of weeks off just to let the ones who have been throwing arm rest, and then we'll get everybody integrated come late November. Very good, man. Look, before we let you go, um, talk about you know, I I see Jacob Kiraw play on Friday nights, and I see you know Sanimo play on Friday nights, and you know those guys are seniors, and they're having a you know a great time, and they're playing well. And look, man, there's just something about being a senior, like you get that little extra confidence and little extra vibe, and I get a feeling that that's gonna roll over to you all in the spring. Like seeing those guys have that success, it's got to make you smile, knowing like, hey, man, they're not afraid of nothing. They're gonna go out there. They're the big dogs in the yard now, and they're. I think that success is gonna carry over, is what I'm getting to. Right, and uh, especially one that I'm so excited about. He had never played football until this year is Luke Sanimo. And on the baseball side of things, he's been a very patient hitter, but he's sometimes been a little bit more passive, might take a good pitch and end up having a fight later in that, uh, that bat. And he's a very good hitter. But I think that we might be getting a confident kid to where if he sees a uh, see ball, hit ball, that he might there. I think he's very capable of it. So that's just one example, man. But uh, the sport of football, man, it gives you so much confidence uh, going into every aspect of your life. That's why I, I'm never going to be a coach that asks a kid to specialize. I want everybody on my team playing football just because uh, the character that it builds, is there's nothing like it. Um, so definitely excited to see, especially the guys who are first and second year players playing football, just that transition onto the baseball diamond. And, you know, looking at our team last year, or the last two years, we've had a lot of success. And the majority of those guys are ball players, and I don't think that's nice. So, uh, very excited to see the dividends that it takes. Coach, before we let you go, LSU's going to win tomorrow. What? Uh, I got a good feeling, man. It's, uh, you know, you look at Ole Miss's schedule, and, uh, you know, I think that uh, every team in the West, would, maybe outside of an Auburn, 
would be six and one ish with that type or seven uh, with that schedule. It's been a very soft schedule. Uh, if we could stop the run, or hold them as sad as it is to say it, under 200 yards, I really like our chances. Very good. As always, we let you go when we hear that bell, brother. Have a great weekend, man. All right, Casey. Get you some rest tonight, man. Yes, sir. Will do, brother. Thanks. Have a great weekend, bro. All right, man. Y'all too. That's Coach Chandler Guitros doing a good job as always. Man, look, it's easy to to yell and scream and, ah, the coach got to do better. And uh, just take, just think in, in, in perspective wise, just kind of wrap this all into one, you know, neat little compartment. Those guys, man, and I get it. It's their, it's their job. It's what they're, they're choosing to do. I understand that. They woke up yesterday to go to school probably about 5 36 o'clock. Got on a bus at whenever they got on the bus. And they got home at 2 o'clock. And by the time the coaches finished doing whatever in the locker room, it was 3.30. They're all at school today. They had to wake up at 6 or 6.30 and do it all over again. Um, it's not an easy profession. And I've already seen it broken down by the hour based on what they get paid by the hour with their stipends and everything. They're getting literally pennies on the dollar per hour. It's a labor of love, man. And I respect the hell so much out guys like Chandler and, you know, Coach Galjor and Coach Bryce and, you know, Brody and BJ, all those guys and gals too, because, you know, the, the smaller sports and the other sports, they, they do it and deal with it just as much. Respect the hell out of those guys and gals for what they do for those kids because it makes a difference. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we'll talk about the New Orleans Saints. The Saints go to Arizona. And um, how could I say this? Um, they peed down their leg. They did not have a very good showing. They had a bit of an accident yesterday in Arizona. We'll talk about that in the next segment. It's play-by-play on KLEB. Hi, I am Rebecca Robichaud. I am a native of Lafouche Parish, born in Thibodeau. I am an attorney. My law office is on Bayou Lafouche in Raceland. I have been practicing law for 40 years. I have been a tough advocate for all my clients. I will be firm and fair as your judge. Early voting is October 25th through November 1st. Election day is November 8th. I am number 60 on the ballot. Please vote for me. Paid for by the committee to elect Rebecca Robichaud. It's Ram Power Days at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups of their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Whether you need a truck for work or home life, the Ram will do its job. Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa, here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. How about becoming a part of something bigger and join the team? We're currently hiring for welders, fitters, and blaster painters to work at our fabrication yard in LaRose. You can apply now at www.danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Thibodeau Regional, again acknowledged for delivering an outstanding patient experience by HealthGrades. While we may be the recipient of the award, our patients are the real winners because you can have confidence in the quality of care you'll receive. Thibodeau Regional Health System, proud to be among the top 10% of hospitals in the nation and the only hospital in Louisiana recognized by HealthGrades for providing an outstanding patient experience 14 years in a row. 
Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne building materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. If your business needs serious hustle, our internet has plenty. Switch to Rev Business All Fiber Internet with fiber optic velocity close to the speed of light. Sign up and get three months free and 30% off. Build your plan at letsrev.biz. Let's rev. Whoever said you can't have it all, never had internet that could do it all. Switch to rev. No contracts, no data caps, no nonsense. It's the high-speed internet you need. Build your plan at letsrev.com. Let's rev. There are over 3,600 RV dealerships in North America, and just over 1% of those earn the prestigious Top 50 Dealer Award. Fence RV is proud to be in that 1%. Being a Top 50 Dealer takes dedication to our customers, offering the best RV brands in the market, great service, and a huge parts selection. Our goal at Fence RV is to enhance customer experiences through our commitment to customer satisfaction. Come on over to Fence RV to experience a Top 50 Dealer, or visit us at FenceRV.com. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our skeeter beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Two pieces of news I could confirm to you with all that we have gotten confirmation. We are clear. We are ready to go. We're going to have permission to broadcast the Golden Meadow and LCO football game on Tuesday. We got Clarence from Golden Meadow Middle School this morning. We'll be out there. You'll be able to hear it live, 102.7 Golden Meadow and LCO on Tuesday. Coach Brian Colley and I are actually jacked up. We're excited to be at the call for that one. Um, that'll be fun. Two rivalry schools and future Tarpons, Lock and Horns will be the final game for Coach Brian Curell. The second piece of breaking news that we have is just got word from Lake Charles South LaFouche just got called for illegal man down the field again. <laughs> we'll have to go make the buzz trip back and walk off five yards. There was another flag on the play from last night's game that has just been thrown by that officiating crew. I'm joking. You would have had to have been there to understand that one. It was a rough night. Um, speaking of rough nights, it was a rough night for the New Orleans Saints last night. We had the iPad on in the press box and we're watching that one. <sighs> Brutal. Um, Brutal. Look, man, with the Saints, it's it's beginning tough to um, find positives. It's beginning to be tough to say things that are nice. You've now played seven games. You're two and five. You've lost to Carolina, who's maybe the worst team in the NFL. You lost to Arizona last night, who's not any good. And you look. I'm going to ask you guys the questions right now. You're listening right now on your radio. You're you're in your, your kitchen cooking lunch, and you got the radio on. 
you're in your car driving to work. I'm going to ask you a question. You guys have been watching the games. I say the same thing every Monday or, or now today because of the Thursday game. I say the same thing every week. So I'm going to ask you, what do the Saints do well right now? Offensively, what do they do well? Not a whole lot, right? Defensively, supposed to be your bread and butter, supposed to be your strong suit. What does New Orleans do well? Do they rush, rush the passer well? Hell no. Quarterback has all day. He could open up a Raising Canes franchise in the backfield. He could cook dinner. He can make a roux before throwing the ball. Are you good in the secondary? <laughs> we all know the answer to that. You got Tyron Matthews, supposed to be the honey badger, more like a honey bee back there. Can't do anything. He looks washed up. Get Marcus May from the Jets. He is not very good. Cam Jordan used to be a monster back there rushing the passer. What does he have, one sack this year in seven games? Special teams, all right, I, I hear you. Special teams, let's talk about that. How many more punts does Blake Gillikin have to shank before he's not on the team anymore? He had a terrible punt against Cincinnati, set up the Bengals in prime field position to go down the field and win the game. Shanked another one last night. What's going on there? So we're through seven games, and I don't know anything that New Orleans does well. Besides, oh, they're really good at this. They're really good at turning the ball over. Minus 10 on the season. The most turnovers in the NFL last in turnover differential. They're really good at doing that. They're really good at committing penalties. That eight more last night. They're really good at getting into the red zone and not scoring touchdowns. You're good at that. Really good at being injured. You got half of your damn team that's out. Some of it is legit. Some of it's not. Let's call it like it is. Michael Thomas has a turf toe injury because he doesn't want to play. We said it in training camp. We said it all the last couple of seasons. Michael Thomas does not want to play. From the second that he signed that big, ginormous contract, he hadn't been on the field since. I don't know what his deal is. Does he not want to play for this organization? Is he just fat and happy and content with the big money that's guaranteed that's rolling in? I don't know, but you can't convince me that a dude who missed the last two seasons with a sprained, not broken, sprained ankle, and then who mismanaged his recovery, mismanaged his rehab, went against the advice of the team, did his own thing, didn't work, had to miss another season last year because of that, and then now has a a turf toe boo-boo and has missed the last four games. I know it's a meme on the internet, and most of you have seen it, but for those of you who didn't, there's a running back for the Washington Commanders who in the offseason got shot, like got robbed and got shot twice. Life-threatening injuries, and then, of course, he ended up healing and being okay. He has missed four games and came back. He missed the same amount of time getting shot as Michael Thomas missed with turf toe can't tell me that man wants to play football. He doesn't want to be with that team anymore. And then guess what? I promise you, here's what's going to happen, okay? Here's what's going to happen. I'm telling you now, 
They're two and five. The more and more that they sink out of contention, prepare for it. If you are if you are a subscriber of the New Orleans Times Picayune, get ready. You don't even have to get the newspaper out of the mailbox if they even print newspapers in the mailbox anymore. There's going to be a headline in the next 14 days. Thomas suffers a setback. He's going to be out another month. And then it's going to go on and on and on, and he ain't coming back. Or if he does come back, he's going to get a re-aggravation of his injury, and then he's going to be shut down for the year. The New Orleans Saints don't do anything well right now. And the things that they do well are things that are self-destructive. Turning over the ball, penalties, poor tackling, poor vibe. It's an old roster. We were discussing this, Coach Kyle and I, on the ride home. You are $52 million over the salary cap when the season ends. You don't have money. You don't have draft picks. You don't have a quarterback. You don't have a coach worth a damn because Dennis Allen, just look at his career record, enough said. This is going to be a hard, long recovery and rebuild that's going to begin this offseason. You're going to be seeing guys, veteran players that you guys love that are going to be cut and are going to be sent out of the program because they're going to have to start tearing down the house from the studs to try to rebuild this this thing. And it's going to be a long, painful recovery. It's going to be a long, painful process. There's going to be a lot more losing before there's winning, but it's the right thing to do. And frankly, it's something that should have been done two or three years ago to avoid what we're having right now happen on the field. You guys want to know why Sean Payton left New Orleans? This is why. He knew this was coming. He knew it was an older roster, an aging roster that was no longer up to snuff. And he knew that the process to fix it was going to take a long time. And he didn't want to deal with it. He didn't want to be part of it. That is why he's no longer in the building. That's why he's looking for, as he says in the media all the time, the quote-unquote right situation. Because the right situation wasn't New Orleans anymore. Because those guys are in trouble for the next couple of years. It's play-by-play on KLEB. Let's catch a break. We're going to Damien St. Pierre out of this break. It's play-by-play. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. As a father of triplet girls, State Representative Tanner McGee defended our conservative family values in the legislature. Now, he wants to bring those same values to the Court of Appeal. A respected attorney with over a decade of legal experience, Tanner McGee will be a judge who upholds the Constitution, defends the rule of law, and protects our families from violent criminals, just like he protects his own. Tanner McGee for Judge. Paid for by the friends of Tanner McGee. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Your good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call state farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. 
set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. Do you have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Home health services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Yesterday, Coach Brian Colley and I ate lunch in Lake Charles at just a wonderful po' boy place called Daryl's. We go there every single time we're in Lake Charles. And I was really content about my meal situation until I just heard where our calling guest right now, Damien St. Pierre, is, who's out in the Lafayette area in the parking lot of Chops. Dude, I am envious, bro. I wish I were there with you right now. I know you're eating well right now. Man, I'm having to find a place to take a nap. Sitting in here, just ate some rice and gravy. Got a, a, a boudin ball on the side and, and, a, and a few gratons waiting to get devoured once we once we finish this phone conversation. Well, look, dude, um, if you want to go take a nap somewhere, go to Arizona. The Saints took a nap there yesterday. They fell 42-34. to They're 2-4 and four on the season. We had you on a couple of weeks ago. I made the statement by the time South Lafouche Biddy basketball starts, the Saints will be out of contention. I was right. They're two and five. They're done. It, it starts at the top. You got an unproven coach. Well, not even an unproven coach. A coach that has proven that he can't win, and he's proven that every week, every week, every week. I just listened to you. You know, you you, you asked your, your your audience, and I'm part of that audience. Of what are they doing right? There's a couple of things they're doing right. They're getting dressed and they're taking the field, and that's about it at this point. Um, turning the ball over. Like, like you said, they're great at that. Andy Dalton, rough night. But again. If you have someone that's that's suited up and ready to go, that's backing him up, and he's not doing it, why not make that change? And it, your season is not progressing well. It's not going in the way that, that that you wanted it to, and that everybody envisioned and, and dreamed of making the playoffs. Uh, that's that's a that's a far going conclusion at this point. You got to start making some changes, and you got to start putting the right people in the right places. And you know, you're ten and forty two in your life, and that's that's what you get. You're getting what you pay for, and you're getting what what was printed in the paper whenever you signed that contract with Dennis Allen. You know, it, it's interesting. You know, I was listening to some of the post-game commentary last night. Um, if you're New Orleans, you're 2-5. and five. And look, I, I believe, and this is me, I believe 
Andy Dalton gives them the best chance to win. Even though he struggled last night, I think he gives them the best chance to win. But now, you're 2-5. and five. Andy Dalton's in his mid-30s. He ain't your future. Jameis Winston's still in his 20s. He could potentially be that. I, I kind of have my doubts there, but he could potentially be that. If you're New Orleans, you got to go back and, and see what you got there, right? Like, it's got to be Winston next Sunday, right? If he's healthy at all, it has to be him. If he's healthy at all, it has to be him coming out of that second half, like coming onto the field for the second half last night. You know, you in, you're not making a Super Bowl. You don't have a Super Bowl roster, first off. You don't have a Super Bowl coaching staff. It's time to, to work towards the future. Winston is more of the future than Andy Dalton will be for the future. I know – uh, he's neither one of them are on you know big long term contracts, but you got to see if he's if he's that person. You know you invested him in a, a lot of time with him in the last couple with, with Winston in the last couple seasons. It's time to see if that's going to pay off, or it's time to see if we're gonna if we're gonna cut ties. You know, kind of what you said earlier. Um, you know, I had the opportunity to listen to a lot of stuff for South Lafouche. Um, you know, you, you're probably not making the playoffs. It's time to invest in that future and and what's going to happen in in the years to come. Yeah, no doubt about that, man. So, look, let's talk about this. Uh, usually we lead off with some bitty stuff, but I wanted to dive into the Saints, and you gave me a great segue when you are talking about taking a nap. So uh, let's talk about bitty. You guys have drafted a lot of your teams now. You should be ready to rock and roll here pretty soon. Do you guys have a start date officially set? So we were going to do something, um, not this weekend, but the following, but both the centers are, are booked up with, with events, which is – you know, it, it happens from time to time, so we're gonna we're gonna have our Halloween havoc postponed jamboree probably that first weekend in in November. Um, you know, give the chance, give the give the kids a chance to kind of get their feet wet. Not a, um, it'll probably be like a running time type of game just to get everybody some, you know, shake shake the cobwebs loose and and and, and get the the legs flowing and, and kind of shake some of those nerves out as well. It's um, you know, kind of randomly matched up and just make sure everybody's plays and make sure the coaches kind of have a an added I guess kind of scrimmage type of feel, and then we'll get our our season started um, probably that following week, and then we'll you know we'll run through probably mid January, uh, and that's when kind of All Star season will will take over that early February. But we're pumped up, got a ton, of, got over eighty teams. Still looking for a couple coaches. You know, we we kind of just drafted some teams to make sure the kids were taken care of, and um, you know, it's in our older groups, which is which is probably the easier easier ones, just kind of managing what you know what the kids know already. But very excited, um, you know. For the kids, the community, the community centers, it's time. It's time for some basketball, and that, that seems to be taking over right now. Let's talk about this, Coach Brian Colley and I are going to be calling the Golden Meadow and LCO game. And if you're there, by all means, come hang out, bro. Uh, but talk about that rivalry, man. It was it was Coach and I were talking in the post game show last night about it, and you know, Golden Meadows like 500, LCOs however many wins and one loss. And we made the point last night of saying you could take. Those records, you could crumple them up. You could throw them in a fire somewhere. That's not going to mean anything on Tuesday. It's Coach Brian Curell's last game. It's rivalry matchup, more evenly matched maybe than some folks think, but Golden Meadows played a little better lately. It's going to be a fun one, man. I'm curious to see the game plan for both teams coming in. It's it's such a close community in, in the South area, and it's such a long-time rival. When I heard last night I was, I was listening to the game, you kind of started talking about, um, or maybe Coach Colley mentioned it about, you know, teaching sixth graders what rivalries mean. And I, I may be plugged in a little bit more to the youth being in the, in the Biddy basketball organization. Trust me, they know. The go to kids and the LCO kids have a lot of, a lot of trash talk. You know, they, they, they play together more than what they have in the past with the, you know, the coming together of the organizations and then the summer travel ball and things like that. But 
there's still a lot of of uh, of, of competitiveness, and I'm not going to say animosity, but they want to win because you don't want to, and it, it could be even heightened because you don't want to go into a summer sport that you play in. You know, it could be a, a golden medal point guard and just to say an LCO point guard to know that hey, look, you know, we we had your number this season. You want you want to be able to have that 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 positive on there and, and not have to take that L. So a lot riding on it, you know, basketball, football, volleyball. I know they're playing it. They're playing as well on Monday. Uh, it, it's, it's going to Madden LCO week. It, it, it's time to, it's time to separate them now. Let's, let's, uh, it's going to be some fun this week. Dude, let's talk some LSU, man. Uh, the Tigers get a win in the swamp and look, bro, I, I know you appreciated this. If you saw it and I would assume that you did. I was a video from last Thursday. Brian Kelly's got the kids huddled up. And he keeps saying, oh, yeah, I want you to remember that song. I want you to remember that song. I want the lyrics of that song to stick in your head. And basically what he's saying is, hey, we're going to be beating Florida's butt, and whenever they play the Tom Petty song, I want you guys to look back and sing it and know, hey, we got them. And then the video cuts out, and it's Brian Kelly. As the song's playing on the sideline, he's singing his butt off. He's having a great time as LSU's up 21. Look, I love the confidence. And, look, I've coached with you, and I know you appreciate this well. I love the pettiness as well. That was fun to see. <laughs> The Tom Pettiness, actually. Goosebumps. <laughs> there you total, go. Total goosebumps watching that video. I probably watched that no less than 37 times in a row whenever, whenever uh, that came up on my, my social media feed. He's got those guys bought in. Um, you know, they LSU needed that Jaden Daniels day. They needed that not only to win, but they needed that for the rest of the season. I think they're going to walk into Tiger Stadium with, some, with, some, with a lot of confidence. I think they're playing a team on Saturday that hasn't been tested, that hasn't played anybody, and there's a reason. Now, now people are going to counteract. You know, the the spread with Tennessee was close, and you saw what happened. The special teams destroyed LSU in that Tennessee game. I am so pumped up for tomorrow. I'll be there early, and and I'm I'm, I'm anxious to see. Casey, you explain to me in your mind why is LSU favored by two points going into Saturday. Because they're better than Ole Miss. Their roster's better. I think that they've got more talent. Now, Ole Miss has not been defeated, but, bro, they've gave up 20 points to Vanderbilt, and, like, their defense has been struggling. And in Tiger Stadium, it's going to be a loud crowd. I don't know if the Ole Miss offense has been in that type of environment. I think that it's a, a true toss-up. I wouldn't be surprised either way, but I wasn't surprised to see the line saying that LSU was favored. Not at all. But, look, LSU beat Mississippi State in Tiger Stadium. I think Mississippi State's as good or, as, or better than Ole Miss. We have to tackle. That's going to be the key in the game. Lane, Kip, Lane Kiffin's going to have his guys in some space. He's got some receivers, very talented receivers. He's got some talented running backs. We have to make tackles in space. If we could do that, that's going to, it's going to be an awesome environment uh, come 2.30 or come 4.30 uh, Saturday. And that, 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 I know they're, they're ranked high and, and they may be over, overranked, but that's going to be a statement win for Brian Kelly right there. Coming off of that Florida win, if you could get that, that Ole Miss win, that's – you're taking LSU places this season that a lot of people didn't expect, and a lot of people probably other than me and you didn't expect, and maybe I, maybe we didn't even expect right. this much. But uh, the season is going tremendous from from where we could be. Dude, and look, I I keep telling people this: it's just getting started. Jaden Daniels will be back. Your running backs will be back. You're going to lose uh, Booty, but you're, a lot of your receivers are back. Your offensive line will be back. Defensively, you're young up front. Your secondary is experienced. You're going to lose a lot of those guys, but that's what the portal and your recruiting and everything is for. 
dude, this is as bad as they're going to be for a while. Next year's team should be markedly better than this one, and they're not even all that bad right now. Like, there's a lot to be excited about. And you could tell that Brian Kelly is just not putting up with any garbage. We were, I was concerned whenever we lost all those players quickly when he got there in the transfer portal and before. But the way this team was left with those 37 scholarship players and then losing those guys after the bowl game, I think we got those we got those good kids. We got the kids that want to play for LSU, that want to be there, and not the kids that are maybe uh, you know coming from California going to spend the year here and then try to transfer to Alabama if it doesn't go so well. Um, it, it's 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 a great it's a great environment to be in. Those kids want to be there, and 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 you could tell just from seeing those guys on the sideline and the way that they they're reacting to Brian Kelly and and, and the coaches aside from from Polian the special teams coach, but we could talk about that, I guess, at another time. It's uh, Brian Kelly starting to create some magic in Baton Rouge, and it, it, it's going to be awesome to be a ride, on, the, on the, the ride for that. Let's talk um, a little bit of uh, Pelicans. The, the New Orleans Pelicans opened up their season with a bang. They, they roll past the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, it's going to sound like I'm being a Pelicans hater, and I'm really not. It's just I, I don't know how interested Brooklyn is. Ben Simmons is out there doing nothing. Kyrie's like... It's a bunch of guys that all had demanded trades over the summer, and it showed. But it was a great starting point for New Orleans. They played very, very well. They played with a lot of fluidity, and it was a great starting point on the road. Now they're taking on Charlotte tonight. That's another game that they should be expected to win. Good start for New Orleans. I know we said that we wanted to see it during the season. So far, so good. Absolutely. And they actually have the city seem like uh, kind of have the city's uh, you know support with the Saints kind of not doing much of anything. Maybe it, maybe we become a basketball town for one season, but we got to keep Zion healthy. Um, his, you know, his his field goal percentage was great. He's got a lot of points in the paint, and you know, I, I'm not wrong very often. Hint, hint. Uh, but you know, Zion turned it on. Zion definitely turned it on there. In, you know, when the lights were on, they have a great nucleus. They got a great core, and it, you got the right guy in place. Willie Green's again. You're talking about you know Brian Kelly having some magic. Willie Green's creating something special there as well. And I saw the post-game interview, or maybe it was right after the interview. These guys truly care for one another, and it's a—it's not just you know LeBron sitting five seats away from the nearest player that he doesn't want to be involved with, even though he brought him on the team. Um, you know, these guys are together, and that goes a long way in sports. You got to have that brotherhood, and that team chemistry goes a long way. And I think the Pelicans have that. I was talking to a couple ticket executives at this conference that I was with, and uh, you know, they said C.J. McCollum bought the entire staff. Uh, he brought two uh, food trucks there the day before, I think on maybe Monday or Tuesday that they were there, and just have everybody involved, not not only the players, like the, the entire organization, and just it's it's gonna be a fun year to watch them, and, and you know I'll, I'll, I'll like I said I'll, I'll be wrong, uh, I'll, I'll say when I'm wrong. If Zion stays healthy, I think they're gonna be okay. Dude, you talked about them a minute ago. Russell Westbrook last night was 0 of 11 from the field. 0 of 6 from 3. I don't know why he's shooting six three-pointers in a month, much less in a game. He had two points. He had three rebounds, four assists. Dude, that's a mess. The Lakers are an absolute mess. They Now, they got 26 points from Lonnie Walker last night, which came out of nowhere. So they stayed with the Clippers for a while. They ended up losing it at the end. But, bro, that's a bad situation. That's a bad basketball team. I don't know what they could do to fix that. I don't think it is fixable. That's a foundation right now that has a blue tarp on the roof because there's a lot of water in that house. Love to see it. Love yes. to see it. You got you got LeBron 
he's gonna he'll start making his GM moves. I'm sure sooner than later, and and have Russell Westbrook, you know, somewhere else in a, in a different situation. But kind of going back to what we we're talking about, cases with uh, talking about head cases, Ben Simmons, he fouled out. He fouled out. I, I believe in the in the prior preseason game. That's six fouls. I don't. I, I can't understand that. That's just. Russell Wilson, uh, Russell Westbrook. I may have said Russell Wilson. He's a head case as well. <laughs> right, right. Russell Wilson, Russell, Russell Westbrook, and Ben Simmons, all head cases, and this you, that rocks team chemistry, and you just can't have it. That that's again, you got a long eighty-two game season, and you just you got to get it going. And uh, T. Bob said it at, uh, on Thursday morning. You can't go eighty-two and zero without going one and zero. No doubt. Let's talk some WWE, man. We've got, uh, I saw a video um, last night on social media, actually on the ride home from Lake Charles. It was uh, Logan Paul training with Shawn Michaels, and he's doing some moonsaults and everything. Look, I'm beginning to get the feeling, and look, I I like Logan Paul. I, I, I respect the way that he's been able to market himself, obviously, when the Paul brothers are boxing with, you know, these these scabs. I don't think it's as entertaining as other people think, but I'm getting the feeling that he and Roman is going to actually be a really, really good match. And look, they're going over there for Crown Jewel. There's a lot of money invested into that. They're not going to give those folks a, a five-minute squash match. They're not going to give those folks a bad wrestling match. It's going to be a good match. I got a feeling that they're, those two guys are going to put on a much better performance than what the fans realize. I agree. You know, Casey, remember when like Carl Malone and Dennis Rodman and Jay Leno were brought in in like late yeah. era WCW NWO time? Those guys. I think they respected the business, but I don't know, aside from Carl Malone, I don't know if they put the time in. And you got guys like Jake Paul and, and Pat McAfee that are putting the time in to learn the nuances of, of performing, you know, of, of wrestling. And I think that goes a long way. I think that Triple H sees, a, sees something, obviously sees something, um, you know, in, in, in Paul. And I saw the same video that, that you see. And a lot of time and a lot of effort, and that's not going to be a five-minute squash match. I don't – there's going to be some swerve. There's going to be something there because I don't think either one of them are going to – there's no way he's going to go over Roman Reigns. And let, it's not going to be clean. And I don't see him taking a clean – I don't see Paul taking a clean loss either because I think that's going to tarnish both of them. And I think Triple H has huge plans um, for both of them. Again, how how cool was that that promo on Friday night? I'm not sure if you saw the highlight with Bray Wyatt. Oh, yeah. Did you get a chance to see that? I was That's just about to ask you, dude. You get Bray Wyatt, who's in the ring, being himself, you know, being you know, just the regular guy, and you know, he's being very uh, appreciative of all the support and saying he didn't know if he would come back ever and everything. And, and then, you know, we kind of cut and fade to black, and we're reminded, hey, this guy's an animal. <laughs> I'm curious to see. And look, that's that's the key to episodic television is every single week they're giving us something really good, but then also throwing a big nugget down the road and saying, hey, come get it. Come get it next week. I don't know what the heck's going to happen, but I'm sure as hell going to be watching it tonight to see. It's been years since I've been kind of tuned in and knowing when when wrestling's coming on and and, and – you know, making sure I'm available to watch it or, or catch it on a, you know, on a DVR. I was, I was, I was disappointed last week when I had to watch the last Pelicans preseason game and then get to watch SmackDown. But I'm anxious to see where they're going with that because I know they signed uh, Bo Dallas. Yes. I know they signed yeah. Rowan, but I'm also kind of reading and kind of seeing that you know Wyatt six is that going to be like six personalities of Bray Wyatt where he came out where he was just kind of all right I'm Bray Wyatt and then you know next week comes out the Fiend. Or you know something, maybe six other characters. That, that's going to be 
they got a lot to play with right there and a lot of interest that they're that they're building. There's no way in heck that the Miz actually killed Dexter Loomis. There's gonna be some plot twists there. Uh something crazy is gonna happen to the Miz on Monday, right? Oh, absolutely. That's a great storyline again. I'm out and see the difference, we actually know the guy's name this week. Right. That's that's, <laughs> that's the difference. Last week we did it and this week we got it. But he's a he's gonna he's a budding superstar. He he's just got that look and I think they're portraying him in the in the correct way. Um but again, you you expecting a, a a run of the mill match with these two, and you got a stipulation on the line, and then you get a swerve, and you you have something to look forward to that next week. But I don't see they're not going to get in the ring together until the payoff is going to. I see that you know Loomis will have the upper hand next week, and not letting Miz get to the ring, and it's just a, it's a good storyline, and 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 you know Miz has a lot of issues, and maybe sometimes he's a little boring, but right now he's he's doing well with uh, with Loomis. Before we let you go, we've got to talk not, some boxing. Not Mickey Loomis. Not Mickey Loomis. Oh, no. No, no, no. Mickey Loomis. There would be some turnovers and some interceptions involved in the storyline. <laughs> he would trade some draft picks to another to AEW. Um, anyway, uh, let's talk some boxing for a second. We got uh, Deontay Wilder, who dang near killed a man in the ring last weekend, man. It was his first time in action in a while. And, boy, he uh, he looked pretty damn good, didn't he? He did, Casey. He, uh, he looked solid. I'm a little concerned about his mental stability. I gotta be honest with you. Um, I just—it's just he's just in a—he's in an odd place right now, and I think he was in an odd place in that the last two Fury fights. And I don't know if something happened. I, I'm sure, you know, I, I know he's had a rough upbringing, but still, the guy could fight and the guy could punch. I mean, Robert Helenas was was in there. I mean, he wasn't the greatest. Um, you know, and Wilder didn't hit him with a with this big, long, you know, sixteen foot punch. He hit him with a, about a three foot, you know, short right hand right to the face. And Helenas was out, and there was there was shouldn't I don't know if it got count what, what it got counted to, but the guy was on the canvas. His eyes were wide open, and he and he was out. And um, maybe spend eighty bucks on a, on a two minute and fifty two minute and fifty seven second fight, but. Just you know, keep an eye on that. Just keep an eye on you know how he uh, how how Wilder holds himself after the fight and, and and before the fight. I know they had a emotional moment afterwards where he got actually a chance to talk to Robert Helenas after, and he was it was just there's something there. There's something there. I'm not I'm not a, a person to be able to diagnose that, but there's something there. Very interesting. Well, look, brother. Thanks so much for the time. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'll let you get to your cracklings now, bro. Have a good time in Baton Rouge tomorrow as well. Absolutely, Case. We'll see you uh, we'll on Tuesday. Yep, sounds good, brother. Thanks. That is Damian St. Pierre doing a great job. As always, love chatting with him about everything happening in the world of sports, and we look forward to visiting with him on Tuesday. Let's catch a break. I got weekend predictions out of this break. There are some things that I'm expecting to see, and uh, we'll let you know what they are. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. There are a lot of reasons Tanner McGee spent the last seven years fighting for families in the legislature. But there are three that stand above the rest. Julia, Grace, and Kate. As a father of triplet girls, Tanner believes the most important things we can give our children is a loving home and a safe community. That's why he served in the legislature and why with over a decade of legal experience, Tanner McGee will be a judge our families can depend on. Paid for by the friends of Tanner McGee. 
Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become a part of something bigger and join the team. We're currently hiring for drivers, warehousemen, riggers, crane operators, and forklift operators to work out of Port Fouchon. So apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. There are over 3,600 RV dealerships in North America, and just over 1% of those earn the prestigious Top 50 Dealer Award. Fence RV is proud to be in that 1%. Being a Top 50 Dealer takes dedication to our customers, offering the best RV brands in the market, great service, and a huge parts selection. Our goal at Fence RV is to enhance customer experiences through our commitment to customer satisfaction. Come on over to Fence RV to experience a Top 50 Dealer or visit us at FenceRV.com. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. Welcome back to Play by Play. Got about another 15 or so minutes to spend. I'm going to give you my weekend predictions um, for some things that I'm expecting to see throughout the course of the next few days. Let's start off in the NFL. <clears throat> I'll give you a prediction that is going to likely be pleasing to most of you all, but it's not pleasing to me. I think Dak Prescott's going to struggle on Sunday for the Dallas Cowboys against the Detroit Lions. Um, he's not played since week one. He only had one full practice, threw the ball about 50, 60 times. The timing's not going to be right. 
I don't know that he's going to be reading the line of scrimmage properly. I don't know that he's ever read the line of scrimmage properly. That's one of my biggest gripes at Prescott. Um, I think there are going to be a lot of things where C.D. Lamb's going to be open and he's going to throw it wide or he's going to throw it long or he's going to throw it short. I just don't think the timing will be there. And I think it's going to be a struggle. Do I think the Cowboys are going to win? Yeah, maybe. They're playing Detroit. Detroit's not very good. But do I think that it's going to be a grind? Absolutely. If I'm making a bet on the weekend, Detroit plus seven in Dallas looks pretty damn good to me. Because the Lions, if for nothing else, the Lions usually move the ball. Um, <clears throat> that one doesn't look too bad to me. I think that that will be a close game, a very competitive game. And I look for Detroit to maybe cover, if not even win outright against Dallas. Another NFL prediction from the weekend. Um, <laughs> Tampa Bay is going to beat the hell out of Carolina on Sunday. Tampa Bay is going to be angry. They're coming off of a loss against Pittsburgh. They're 3-3. Three and three. Tom Brady kind of said yesterday, like, hey, man, I ain't thinking about retirement. Like, I'm refocused. I, I'm, I'm with these guys. And he kind of put his foot in his mouth and said some dumb things about an NFL season being like military deployment. And he since apologized for that. And I just, Carolina just gave Christian McCaffrey away to San Francisco in a trade. And gave is probably the right way to explain because they didn't get a ton of draft compensation back. Tampa Bay is going to destroy Carolina. I don't know who Carolina's quarterback is. Maybe Darnold. I know he's been pulled off of the IR. Mayfield's out. Who knows who it's going to be? It doesn't matter. Tampa Bay is going to put a hurting on the Panthers on Sunday. Another NFL prediction. <clears throat> I like Kansas City to beat San Francisco out in the Bay. The 49ers are 3-3, three and three and they're really struggling. They're really struggling with health. And, yeah, they did get Christian McCaffrey. And, yeah, that's going to make their roster a whole lot better. It's going to make them a whole lot harder to guard. But he ain't going to play Sunday. And you got a Kansas City team that lost to Buffalo at home. They're going to be in the same situation as Tampa. They're going to be angry. They're going to be saying, man, what's going on? We don't want this to happen again. I look for the Chiefs to find ways to move the ball on that 49ers defense, and I look for the Chiefs to get it done. I think they're going to go on the road, and they're going to get it done against San Francisco. On the high school level, tonight, E.D. White's going to beat the brakes off of Berwick. It's a matchup of 6-1 and one versus 6-1. and one. So, hey, on paper, it looks like it's going to be very competitive. I don't think it's going to be very competitive. I think that E.D. White is going to put it on Berwick pretty soundly. And I think that that's going to be one where they're going to get the run game going. They're going to do everything that they want to do. I, I look for E.D. White to really have a, a comfortable showing on the road against Berwick tonight. I think the game of the night is going to be Ellender and Vanderbilt. Ellender's got that vibe. They're a little beat up. Vanderbilt's got that desperation. They're trying to play to try to get in. That's going to be the game of the night in the area tonight. I really look for Ellender and Vanderbilt to be close, competitive, hard-fought throughout. I'll try to be out there tonight. I, I'm I'm tired, boy. I got home with two-something last night. I'm tired. I'm going to go get us a little cat nap. I'll try to be out there. That'll be a fun matchup to break down of two really good or two football teams that have a whole lot to play for, really. Haven't had a chance to see Vanderbilt to say definitively, definitively if they're really good. I know Ellender could really play. College football. LSU taking on Ole Miss. I think the Tigers are going to win in a shootout. I think both teams will have some sustained offense. I think Ole Miss will run it and have some success. 
Just think LSU starting to find something. It's not going to be easy. And frankly, LSU special teams is going to have to be better because if they're a train wreck again on Saturday like they've been just about every Saturday, you're not beating the number seven team in the country muffing kicks and getting holding calls on returns and getting kicks blocked. I think LSU will be a little better there. <clears throat> I think Bouti's going to be good on the edges. Daniels will make some plays, and I think LSU's going to get their ground game going when their offensive line is whole. They're getting much better. I like the Tigers to get the victory at home, defend their home field over Ole Miss. Also in college football, <clears throat> we talked about teams making statements and teams being angry. I feel bad for Mississippi State tomorrow. Oh, I feel bad for Mississippi State tomorrow. Mississippi State's traveling to Tuscaloosa to take on Alabama. An Alabama team coming off of a heartbreaking loss against Tennessee. Game where they had 16, 17 penalties. They made mistakes. They couldn't tackle. They kind of gave it away at the end. <laughs> Good luck. Alabama's going to run it. They're going to throw it. They're going to get stops. That Mike Leach passing skeleton is not going to be effective. Alabama is going to destroy Mississippi State on Saturday. They're going to look to make a statement to the rest of the country. Hey, you guys are all saying that we're dead. No, indeed. We're still very much alive. I look for Alabama to make a statement and roll past Mississippi State in decisive fashion in Tuscaloosa. Don't think it'll be close. Don't think it'll be competitive. I think it's going to be a very lopsided win. I like Clemson to do much of the same against Syracuse. It's a matchup of undefeateds in the ACC. Syracuse isn't any good. They're 6-0. They have narrowly gotten by the likes of Virginia and Purdue. I saw Virginia play last night. They're terrible. If you're struggling through them, you're not going to be able to go on the road and play Clemson and keep it close. Clemson is going to dominate that matchup. I like the Tigers to roll past Syracuse. Let's talk some Major League Baseball for a second. Weekend prediction. I like the Phillies at home to grab control of that series with the Padres. And then also a weekend prediction for Major League Baseball. I think the Astros are going to make short work of the Yankees. The Yankees are just a day late and a dollar short. They don't have enough firepower. Um, Houston, in every game, just gets that little edge. And they, they find ways to make it happen. I like, the, as I said, the Phillies to grab control in the NL. I like the Astros to gra grab control in the AL more so than what they already have. One more, then we'll get out of here. Um, let's go to wrestling. I think we're going to see another awesome SmackDown tonight, man. Look, Bray Wyatt's got everybody on edge. He got great storylines right now with the Bloodline, and Damian talked about it in the last segment. It's must-see TV right now if you're a wrestling fan. I think SmackDown's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be a wonderful show, and I think there's going to be maybe a little surprise or a wrinkle here or there to further some storylines along. I can't wait to see it unfold. Let's catch a break. One more break. When we get out of it, we're going to give you our betting picks, and then we'll get out of here. It's play-by-play -play on KLEB. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Hi, I am Rebecca Robichaud. I am a native of Lafouche Parish, born in Thibodeau. I am an attorney. My law office is on Bayou Lafouche in Raceland. I have been practicing law for 40 years. I have been a tough advocate for all my clients. I will be firm and fair as your judge. Early voting is October 25th through November 1st. Election day is November 8th. I am number 60 on the ballot. Please vote for me. Paid for by the committee to elect Rebecca Robichaud. 
It's Ram Power Days at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Whether you need a truck for work or home life, the Ram will do its job. Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional, serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Cola, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time, the Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. We owe our gratitude to the Blue Boot Foundation, Vince RV, located on Highway 90 in Boutique, Southland Dodge and Homa, Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Dufresne Building Materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's Markets feels like home. And Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. Let's get our betting picks, and then we'll get out of here. We also want to thank Chandler Guitros and Damian St. Pierre for their time. It's been a really good Friday show, and thanks also to you all for listening. Uh, we've had a large audience last night in Lake Charles, uh, also a large audience today. A lot of folks have been you know, saying that they're chiming in and enjoying the show, and I uh, hope that you guys also tune in for the Sports Corner tomorrow, which is presented by Terrebonne General Health System, 10 o'clock to noon, Stan Gravois and myself. For the latest in local high school, college, and professional sports from your local sports experts that's sponsored by State Bank and Trust Company. Um, tonight, I like over seven and a half runs for the Padres and the Phillies. I just think, man, that's it, such a small park, right? Um, they're going to have a hard time keeping the ball in the park. It was the same situation with the Braves and the Phillies when the games were in Philadelphia. You know, you, you just hit a pop fly to right field and it's going out. Um, 
I think the teams will have a hard time keeping the ball in the park, and I think it'll go over. I like the uh, Hornets tonight to cover seven points against the Pelicans. I think the Pelicans are going to win, but a second straight road game, I think it's going to be a little sluggish. And I think that the Hornets are going to have some success. So give me New Orleans to win, but give me the Pelicans to cover the seven. I like the Pelicans by four or five points tonight. I like Indiana minus one against the Spurs. The Spurs shouldn't be close to being favored against anybody. The Spurs are terrible. They don't have a very good roster. I don't understand that line really at all. I like over 227.5 for the Nets and the Raptors tonight. I think both teams offensively will get going pretty comfortably, and I think that one will be a bit of a shootout. College football, let's see. We've got tonight Western Kentucky and UAB, and also Temple and Tulsa. I like Tulsa minus 12 to defeat Temple, who's really not very good. And then tomorrow, a few that I like. I like, um, let's see, let's pull up the list here. I like Baylor minus nine over Kansas. I like um, over 49 and a half for Ohio State and Iowa. I like Clemson minus 14 over Syracuse. Um, Let's see another one. Over 47 for Notre Dame and UNLV. LSU uh, minus one and a half over Ole Miss. I think the Tigers are going to win tomorrow. I think I really truly believe that. Uh, so yeah, those are some of the ones I, I like. Minus twenty one for Alabama and Mississippi State. I think Alabama is going to beat the holy hell out of Mississippi State. So those are just some of the matchups that I like. And and, and you know, you guys want to play some of them? Feel free. Um, I think that'll be an exciting, certainly an exciting Saturday to watch some college football. But that's it for me. We're going to wrap it up right here. Thanks to everybody for listening. We're going to go and maybe uh, get a little rest, get off our feet. It's been a long day or so, but it's a labor of love. We would do it over and over and over again if it means continuing to provide the best in local high school sports coverage for you all. Um, tomorrow, the Sports Corner from 10 to noon, Stan and I will be breaking down all the Week 8 match- matchups in action. We'll be talking some college and pro as well. And then on Monday, we're right back at it with play-by-play. Monday, I'll have um, Coach Kale. We'll have a lot of commentary from the things over the weekend. And before Tuesday, I'm going to try to get Coach Brian Curell and also Coach Keegan Pokey to break down what they're seeing with the LCO and Golden Medal matchup. So that's kind of a little roadmap of where we're looking to go. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful rest of the weekend, you guys. You guys are truly the best. God bless you all. This is Casey Jisker signing off on Play by Play. <laughs>